Hello and welcome to the Developing Dads podcast. I'm your host Neil and alongside my brother Gordon, we're going to explore life as two young dads trying to figure this whole parenting thing out. Join us every Monday where we aim to share our thoughts on how we raise our families, invest our time and explore things that interest us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Developing Dads podcast. We are we're behind schedule. Let's put it that way, right? <laughs> things <laughs> things have happened. We unorganized, forgetting things, not turning up. B- busy te- lives, busy lives, technical issues. You know, just we're here busy now. dad life, right? Busy dad life. Neil, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, does look like he is in a horror movie of some kind. <laughs> um, if I put the light on in the back, it just looks a bit orange. I mean, it looks a little bit better than it was originally. Originally, it looked like you were lighting yourself from the chin upwards, <laughs> which is... We've got a laptop screen here, right? and I'm watching you on my monitor. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is episode 89 of the Developing Dads podcast. We'll probably go through all of our excuses of why we uh, have neglected to upload for the past... How long have we not uploaded for, Neil? Like two weeks? No, we just missed a week. Have we missed a week? I think it's been, I think it's been two weeks since we uploaded, isn't it? I'm I swear, percent sure we've just missed one episode. Okay, so yeah, okay. As right, long as we get this out tonight, that's what, <laughs> so what we're gonna, what we're gonna, yeah. If it's out tonight, and then if we upload another one tomorrow, is that what we're going to do? <laughs> um, yeah, the last one was uh, was in August, in fact, August 29th. So it has it has always been two weeks now since we uploaded. It's scary how time flies, right? It is. It is. But I feel like I've got a few excuses to. To tell the audience, yeah, I mean, I think I think most of the people that are going to be listening to this today are. Uh, please don't expect us to go through a wild wind of philosophical ideas uh, of essentially the Daily Stoic. We we won't be doing that today. We're just going to be discussing uh, random dad chat, what we've been up to, why we've categorically failed at uh, being able to get a podcast in and doing it. I mean, you know, partly I feel like I'm I'm dying in the heat, being a. Uh, an adopted dad bod Scottish person down in the south of England. <laughs> so that's Just struggled. Walking to the shop, you're sweating. Yeah, oh, it's shocking. Uh, either way, um, as with every episode that we do on the Developing Dads podcast, we like to catch up, and this is basically done. For, this podcast is actually just an excuse uh, to, to have a catch up because Neil lives in Scotland and I live in England, and uh, we also like the fact that we ask each other how we are, how we're getting on. We don't actually we speak have a to each other. Well. I mean, sometimes we sometimes we send each other uh, text messages, but we got such busy lives, you know. It's the way it goes. Anyway, Neil, um, how you doing? Yeah, I'm I'm good after after the weekend of just relaxing and enjoying some friends' company. But um, I was trying to think about like what I've been up to for the last two weeks, and I guess I'll just I'll reel off some highlights. I guess um, one of the highlights was I climbed to two of the hardest Monroe's or potentially the hardest Monroe's I've done um, very steep ones and um, we camped towards the top of one of them which is phenomenal 550 meters up and um, first time I've ever done a wild camp that high and in the morning you just get that kind of standard views and the cloud aversion it's called where you sit above the clouds that was very very cool with a couple of good friends um, went to see a movie with Rebecca called The Sound of Freedom which I don't know if you've heard about that um, why is he laughing? Of, of course, uh, an SMP loving Scottish independence voting <laughs> couple go to a, a, a movie called Freedom. <laughs> so you, you, you don't actually know what it's about? Absolutely no idea, but I, yeah. if it's not got Nicola Sturgeon in it, I'm disappointed. <laughs> um, so it was, a, it was a film that, that is kind of it was done on a budget, but. Um, I'm not done on a budget, so this one, this one was just on the cheap. Is what you're it's saying? It's nothing to, it's nothing to do with um, Scotland or independence or Nicola Sturgeon's yeah. Battle Bus. It, it was about, um, yeah, about um, human trafficking, especially with kids, and tr- based on a true story, very, very eye-opening and a bit terrifying because the human trafficking, or the kids' human trafficking industry, is worth something like fifty billion dollars a year, um, and it's. There's more slaves in the world now than there was when slave labour was alive, which is just 
Mad. Anyway, this when, film was done in a budget. When it, was, when it was legal, you mean? Not when it was legal. Yeah, when it was legal. Um, so yeah, it was a very harrowing kind of storyline. Very interesting. In fact, it was basically a true story. I'd recommend anyone to go and see it. Um, a very high-level synopsis is this kind of agent, the, the police agent guy that um, helps human trafficking, really got attached to these two kids that, that were taken, and he kind of told his dad that I'm going to find them. And he set up this kind of sex hotel. It was it was named as on an island with a multi-billionaire, multi-millionaire. Um, but that island was actually just a kind of dummy to get all these kids free. So basically they um, got like 50 kids to this island um, and freed them. And yeah, it's just very, very, very interesting. So that was good to have a bit of a date night with Rebecca. Um, Isla, big milestone for Isla. She can finally ride a bike now. So... The boys have been riding a bike for like, I don't know, not quite a year yet, but they're obviously younger. If you're a new listener, I've got twin boys, five and a half, and Isla, who's eight. Um, and yeah, Isla finally managed to ride a bike and just to see her face. And she actually, she's quite a, a nervous girl when it comes to doing that kind of thing, but to see her face when she's finally managed it and she was super excited and she's now riding her, riding her bike to school every day, which is awesome. Like it's a proper proud moment that... Um, She's managed to capture that fear and, and own it. Um, and work's just been like, uh, probably Gordon will resonate. I'm sure he's going to tell us how busy he's been. But for me, um, my boss is, has been off unexpectedly for two weeks now. He's just taken another two weeks off. Um, so I've just been like, yeah, juggling everything. Been down in London with client meetings, presenting, um, doing lots of support stuff, doing lots of sales stuff just like trying to run the show really um so I, I, I usually work four days been been working five days recently and some more so yeah it's been, it's been good actually it's, I, I quite like the kind of firefighting mode and just you gotta get shit done you gotta get get through it um but like i think light is coming to the end of the tunnel she's hopefully gonna be back in in a week a week tomorrow she'll be back so hopefully things will be a bit more a bit easier to to work on um this weekend i met up with a friend i haven't seen in a few years um, she's got a Gordon on the door, Sarah. Met with with Sarah. I won't say surnames, but yeah, and and their son. Um, haven't seen her in a couple of years, so it was just nice to catch up with them. Went to a beach, and heard heard all the news. Um, <laughs> that's it, really. What else? Barbecue today that that was called off because the rain. I don't know if London's been hit by massive storms, but we're we're getting. Shafted by rain just now, thunderstorms no, mate, and stuff. Absolutely delightful. Had a barbecue. Had the rents uh, in-laws over. I uh, did a pork line on the old big green egg. And well, I hope it rains soon. Most highs. <laughs> well, I kind of do too because I'm sweating. Every day I sweat a lot. So here we are. Yeah. Um, that's me really. Yeah, it's just been a busy a busy old time. Busy old time. How is how's the world down in down in London? I was in London. I think it's the first time I've been in London. I haven't, I haven't managed to catch up with you. I know it's outrageous, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what? What have I been doing that, that's meant that I couldn't do a podcast? Um, or you forgot? I was sitting here having a beer at eight o'clock at night, five past eight. I text Gordon. Um, yeah. Actually, re- rewind in the morning. I text you and said, "Is it still on tonight?" Yeah, it's still on tonight. So I got my beer ready. Look, look, busy. <laughs> okay, busy man. <laughs> And then you, then we did try and arrange the other ones, and then you just kept cancelling. I haven't cancelled. Yeah, you did. Friday, we're supposed to have one at 2pm. Oh, that, that, that won't oh, work. <laughs> <laughs> that overtakes the podcast, I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, so what have I been up to? Well, I've been to a wedding. A wedding that I got two weeks notice invited to. Wow. Yeah, it was one of those. That makes those you feel a bit you're... shit, doesn't it? Because you, you're like second... No, of course we weren't, Neil. We, 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 we weren't, we, we weren't <laughs> the couple that came because there was cancellation. <laughs> you know, we, we, were, we were always thought about and invited. <laughs> I, think, I think what it did was, it kind of makes me thankful that, I don't think you had any politics in your, fa- in your wedding, did you? No, we didn't have any politics either. Not really, anyway. I mean, mum tried to invite about 12 people uh, as, on the guest list. And I was like, mum, do you... Do you do you realise, like, you know, it's not cheap to get married in London. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, all these people coming. 
so <laughs> yes. In fact, actually, a funny story. I, I have no idea if they're going to listen to this or not. But funny story about the wedding. So got married, right? And we came down the aisle, and then we went to that sort of secret room. We had a champagne just together, and you know, all love and all happiness and all that kind of stuff. And then everyone went outside outside of this kind of grand manor basically is where we were getting married and that's where we we're going to get like a group picture done quickly before everyone sort of went off and had canopies and and drinks and stuff yeah well the first people that i met were some of mom's pa- some of mom's friends and i i kind of graciously said hello I kind of recognized them but i didn't and i think i think that came across in my facial expression as i was sort of kind of trying to work out who they were and politely sort of uh, say hello from a name's perspective. <laughs> but to make it awkward, they, they proceeded to say, you don't recognise us, do you, Gordon? <laughs> oh, God. And I was just like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> Thanks for coming. And then <laughs> just proceeded to walk off. Um, you know, in, in, that, in that instance, I just feel like wish people would just play along, right? You just play, oh, thanks, 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 right, you know, thanks so much. Yeah, it's great, lovely, brilliant. Enjoy your food, right? Off you go. Yeah. Um, no, not in that situation. Anyway, so we got invited to this wedding. It was in the Cotswolds. It's very nice, very tame, very easy, small, like 30-odd people. Um, lovely meal, uh, had some food. Didn't drink very much because we were actually driving to Devon. That was the next thing that we were going to be doing. We did a, a weekend, a few nights in Devon at... One of Laura's mum and dad's friends' houses. So we stayed up, stayed down there. I'd never actually been that far. It's really very nice, Neil. You should go. Um, so we're going to probably do the summer there next year, do a, a week or so. Uh, had a great time in Devon. Had some lovely fish and chips. Had a little night off just with Laura. Me and her went to the pub. Had a few drinks. Nice. Um, so that was kind of like last week. Um, I, also went to, I also went to West Wittering, which is like a Kent coastal town. Yeah. Um, I also decided to not wear sun cream when going to the beach, and it was very warm. So wow. I um, I definitely burnt my feet. Did, did you not have sun cream, or did you just make that decision? Of well, I, I sat in the sun, and then I put sun cream on, but you, you shouldn't do that. So what you should do is you should put sun cream on and then go to the beach. So I burnt my feet, and they're still peeling to this day. Like, it's uh, <laughs> it was bad. It was a bad burn. Like, not not clever. Not clever at all. So that was fine. We uh, might like uh, we'll start with the personal stuff, I guess. I mean, we've also booked a trip to Dubai, which is I'm very very excited about. That is uh, end of November into December. It's going to be our like proper holiday, ten days. Uh, we're going to be staying a bit with some friends, but also we've booked a little kind of well, not a little one. Like, these hotels are ridiculous, massive hotel with a you know resort thing, whatever else nice. for a few days. So it just felt like a kind of easy thing to book because we've got friends there now. And, and it's the kind of not that si- bad. It's like flight's not that bad. Like we went right. It's it's a lovely yeah. place. Like it's really nice. It's it's super easy. Uh, so we're gonna go there. I have a great time. I uh, have organised more of Laura's birthday, which I can't reveal on this because a she's downstairs. She could probably hear my very loud, stupid voice. Um, so I won't be telling anyone what we're doing. But I've organised some more bits and pieces for that, which I think is going to be very cool. Neil when knows what we're again? doing. Don't you? you know, you know what, yeah, you know yeah. that. Yeah, twenty ninth September. Not long, jeez. No. So if you want to get a present or do anything for it, then feel free. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that you should reciprocate, because I am about as organised as a blind squirrel. Uh, so we've got a bit more of that done. Um, and then on the work side, uh, have we spoken since my like creative mentorship weekend? No. I don't think so. I so, saw it on Instagram, but yeah, good to hear about it. Yeah, so I did, so for the for the folks that are listening, there's a few things that I do. One is I have a in-person thing, so I go and film and edit stuff for people for YouTube videos and social media and that kind of thing. And I also have video editing agency, so I have, uh, two, I used to have three editors, but I had to get rid of one because it was rubbish. Uh, so I've got two editors now who edit other people's content. I quality control it, ideas and all that kind of thing, pass it on. And then I also do like this creative mentorship thing with uh, other videographers and creatives. I have nine of them that I work with and I decided to put put on a sort of free afternoon where everyone came together uh, and we, yeah, we did a practical three hours, which was fantastic. It was really great fun. I I, I thought it was great across the board. Um, really enjoyed everyone's time. Then we had a barbecue at my house. Um, we just had some, some food and some drinks and just had a good time. Um, nice. It was really nice to meet everyone and kind of, I don't know build a bit of a community like already people 
have started kind of using each other as second shooters for certain things and opening up conversations and accountability and just it's just good like it's it's good and it's nice to kind of be the anchor to all that which is which is really fun um so that's been good and then from a work point of view like a few projects trying to get them over the line i think i'm now discovering the differences between some types of projects so for example uh most client work i get away with like one revision or in fact they don't actually want a revision it's just it's published it's done However, in sort of commercial corporate work, uh, I still agree one revision, but one of the projects I just finished had nine. Wow. And and not because I couldn't spell anything or something was wrong. It was literally because they just wanted to change stuff. So it's charged. Like you get charged per hour for that, for extra on top of anything. So it's not like a big deal. It's just kind of, you kind of want to finish the project, right? Yeah, so, kind of line. So that's kind of, that's kind of interesting. And I think uh, I'll continue to factor that kind of stuff in. Um, and then just kind of like balancing being a like dad life, like parent life and Laura being busy at work and then trying to like fill the gaps where I kind of need to, like, you know how it feels, Neil. It's like, you're just kind of like trying to juggle and just make sure you're in the right place at the right time and doing all the stuff that you need to manage and people and not let this person down or that person down. And then, you know, you can't leave your kid at nursery over time and you've got to go and pick them up and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, That, um, That three o'clock bell when the school bell goes and you, you need to be there at three o'clock. There's yeah. no like you can't. <laughs> you just got to run. But I, I forgot another big moment. The boys started football, official football lessons. So they've done like I don't know what you call it, kick a ball around the park and just like fun stuff. But it's actually they're trialing for a team, so it's the Dulwich Juniors. Um, and yeah, they had their first lesson last Monday. They've got another one this Monday. Loved it. Really excited. Um, it's just hilarious seeing like new kids to football playing a football match like everyone's scared to take a tackle <laughs> so one guy just gets the ball and nobody wants to go in and get it so he just like runs towards the goal but they're all chasing him um, which is quite funny so you know yeah, you know like, one of our you know one of our I think a great grandfather played in a Scottish Cup final wow from what I understand if you ask dad it was either a great great granddad or a great uncle or something but certainly someone in our family has played in a Scottish Cup final at football. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. There you go. And it's, it's funny, I was chatting to, I'm not into football, and I think Gordon knows this, but I was chatting to dads just watching the, the boys play. And they're like, oh, so what team do you support? I was like, don't support a team. <laughs> like, I'm the, I'm the only one there. They're like all chatting about the game that was just last night and the games that were this weekend. I'm like, I have no idea. So I feel like if the boys were to take it seriously, maybe I need to start taking football seriously. Right, you got to come at Fulham game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we did we did the park run juniors. We're getting into our fitness. Two two and a half k park run juniors. Lewis Lewis beat Isla and Ben, which um, he was so chuffed about. But seeing them run two and a half k, like Lewis didn't stop. Which <laughs> I don't know. He's got tiny legs. Pretty pretty good good. So that was that was a nice nice Sunday thing we did 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 this morning. I like I also like how kids basically turn you into someone who who cannot see anything wrong with their kids. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. do it too. Like I look yeah. at her and go, oh, my, she's, she just, she just ran across the garden all by herself. Really fast. Like she, she must be a genius. Like she must be the greatest, the greatest kid in the history of the world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on that note, actually, I do feel like, I don't know if I'm right or wrong in this, but I'm going to take the win for, for what it is. She, I feel like she's turned a corner with me. So I don't I don't know what that is like it's a it's something right where for a long time it's mum 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 right it's mum 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 yeah but we like weirdly over the past maybe few couple of weeks maybe the last week she's like asked specifically asked me for cuddles oh nice like and then she made me cry when I was sitting on the sofa with her and we were watching Peter Rabbit because we do a little half an hour wind down time from 6 till 6.30 before our uh, bath where we do a little wind down time and she gets to watch Peter Rabbit. And uh, we're sitting watching it. She normally just sits on the other side of the sofa and I sit on the other side of the sofa and <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't want to cuddle. And I said, oh, do you want to cuddle? And she came over and just like lay, lay on my chest and just kind of sat watching Peter Rabbit. And I was oh. sorry, I had a little tear in my eye. It's very, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. nice. Yeah, it was pretty good. So I, 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 like a really positive thing in the past couple of weeks has definitely been that there is there seems to be a shift. There seems to be a little change. Uh, don't know where that's coming from. Um, 
I wonder if it's a, like, Isla's definitely got a, a stronger, well, I shouldn't say stronger, but a more visible bond to me, especially when Rebecca's around, it's always like, she wants me to do things, she wants me to do things, and I don't know if it's just a a, a female daughter thing, because the boys don't show that. It's more, the boys more gravitate towards uh, Rebecca, and Isla more gravitates towards me. I think it might. Yeah. I think it might be a... I don't know, a safer, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you either, but there's there's definitely we could definitely say there's something of a mother son bond and a father daughter yeah. bond. Yeah, yeah. You know, someone someone's screaming at us in the comments, telling us that there's some sort of you know societal pressure uh, <laughs> and cultural you know undertone of something going on, but I, I don't think so. Um, interesting observation. Just I'll have more society people. She's screaming at me just now if anyone's listening societal people is that what you're going to call them? <laughs> <laughs> just societal people with pitchforks um, there's a crowd of them I was listening to Chris Williams' podcast and this kind of made me think of it when I was running the park run today with the kids so Chris Williamson was chatting to I think it's just his flatmate but I don't know if his flatmate's famous as well um, about the big changes the Olympics are making or that the weightlifting federation's making in terms of they've now got two, three classes they've got males, females and then other and the other can be the people that are self-identifying as whoever they want to be. Um, anyway, I was running this this five this park run race with the kids, and it's very apparent, even at five years old, the boys are five, that it seems that boys are a lot quicker than girls. <laughs> like, there's probably about hundred kids that, that are running it, and yeah, the boys just seem to run past everyone, uh, uh, most of the boys, and it was all the girls that were kind of coming way behind. So it's quite quite interesting seeing just that early age. But there's clear a clear difference in terms of is it stamina, strength, whatever. I don't know. Mentality. I mean, there could be a cultural thing. Like, yeah. I, I, I definitely don't feel like I deny the fact that there are less role models in football for females. There's less role models for females in rugby. You know, like there just is. Uh, there's probably more role models in figure skating for women. There's probably more role models for yeah. gymnastics for women right so there's, there's kind of and and that role model definitely absolutely sh- i'm sure must help drive someone to want to go and do something because you can copy someone who looks like you you go and do the thing right but and then also from a like i i've kind of i've kind of thought about this for a little while and i'm curious curious what you think i i actually worry more about if i have a son growing up in the world that we're in now Right, boys are doing worse at school. Boys uh, are much more likely to commit suicide. Uh, much higher amounts of uh, homelessness, um, drug addiction. Like yeah, there's oh the oh, there's loads of stuff. Like men are, are topping the charts on all sorts of things that are just not nice. Let's put it that way. And I worry about that. So logically, I think that, but I still gravitate more to worrying about my daughter growing up in the world. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I've never you know seen I mean? it, kind of coined it like that. So so with that. I'm kind of curious about how how we act when our kids are performing. And then when they're performing, they're competing. Let's, let's call it that. Because it is. like you, When they're running, they're either competing against themselves or they're competing against another kid or they're competing the against their brother or, or they're competing yeah. against their sister or competing against someone, right? Because uh, there's some sort of nature, there's something in us. So I just wonder if the way we think about protection and all that kind of stuff, whether it's logically or illogically, you know, are we? Are you encouraging Isla as much as you're encouraging the boys? And is it is it the same? I don't, I'm not asking you to think about it too much, but yeah. you, you see yeah, what I mean. Like, are, point. you know what I mean? And do the do the boys feel more under pressure? Because I don't know. I'm pushing them more than I would would Isla, and does that have, have effects later on life? And should I really be worried about the boys more than I worry about Isla? Because yeah, the data tells us that in later in life, that boys are more at risk of these things. Yeah, it's an interesting thought. Because definitely when, when Isla is now wants to walk to school on her own and um, if the boys say that to me, I mean, they're too young for a start, but if they were Isla's age, I don't know, I think there'd be less hesitation. Um, definitely. But yeah, as, as you said, data tells us differently and data tells us that we should be more concerned about the boys. But I, I think, I think some, sometimes I think about it from a, like a, a power and violence perspective. You know, boys are more capable of defending themselves. 
Yeah. That, but that's not to say they don't get in more fights. Of course they do. They don't. They get into more altercations. Like I think there's a, I think in London as an example, last year maybe, I think attacks on strangers. Seven, there were seven strangers attacked women, or seven women were affected by strangers attacking them, uh, in London. I think 172 or something was male on male, uh, wow. stranger violence. So, like, as men, we are more physical, we're larger, we're more violent. So we can defend ourselves, but in the same, same, that same breath, there are more attacks, attacks yeah. on, on young men. So I think maybe there's that kind of, if women are more vulnerable, perhaps it's too violent if it's per- perpetrated by a man. So that's why we perhaps or act in a way in which we're more protective i don't i don't know so then when it comes to like a running race are we more kind of concerned about you know the the potential of falling over and hurting themselves and you know the 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 effects of kind of losing and all that kind of stuff do we so then do we just kind of dampen it down a little bit but when it comes to boys we're just like fuck it go harder you go son <laughs> go harder yeah keep going stop it yeah do you know what i mean yeah yeah it's an interesting because I'm thinking about it, I think about it quite a lot, and I think it, I think about it quite a lot. Fear of judgment from other people, but also independently. Like I want, I want Olivia to feel she can do anything. Like obviously within restraints of physics and yeah, you know yeah. actual bodily size and all that kind of stuff. And but more. but never but never to feel like she's not capable of doing something, or at least yeah, taking yeah. it on, be yeah, it from yeah. a physical or mental perspective. And I think I feel very aware, I feel very aware that I want to encourage her, not only her kind of emotional side and empathetic side and affectionate side, but I also want to instill her body is capable of doing a lot, you know, and she's strong and she can climb stairs and she can climb stuff and she can be brave, you know, and she can be strong and she can be powerful. I want all those things. So, yeah. It's like, I remember speaking about an example um, in a few podcasts where Isla went to ballet lessons when she, she was a young girl and I couldn't imagine putting the boys to ballet lessons and it just like you kind of gravitate towards the as a dad or as a, as a mom you probably gravitate towards the things that society tells you should be okay for kids so you'd probably never see or you probably do nowadays but I can't imagine putting Isla into rugby lessons when she's five years old but the boys, if they wanted rugby lessons, then yeah, great. So yeah, it's maybe there. There is probably a, a change in in the way dads. I'm trying to reject all that. I'm totally, I'm, I'm totally trying yeah. to reject every single part of that. It's not like I'm like, against it. It's just that you default to it. I think. Yeah, but if if I have a son, and yeah, I don't know, because it's not like Olivia. Well, the thing is though, I kind of practiced. It's difficult to practice ballet at home. <laughs> it's quite easy to practice football at home isn't it yeah yeah you know so like with football she loved kicking kicking a ball all the time like she was always talking about a ball and she wanted to play with it and kick it and throw it so i was like oh let's go play football then so she does football every monday we've stopped it now we're gonna do some swimming lessons but yeah so it's kind of easy whereas ballet is kind of not easy is it it's literally unless unless neil you're a closet ballet dancer i'm not entirely sure it's very easy for us to i think isla started because she was just she loved dancing around and like there's videos of her at three years old dancing to Ed Sheeran and and stuff like yeah. that. So she she had like a rhyme, a rhyme to herself. So yeah. yeah. So like why not? You know, it's kind of you, you, as a parent, you're only just going with what your kid looks like. You think they like. Yeah, and then we we took you piano know. lessons with Isla. That she did that for a year. Didn't really stick. Yeah. Yeah. Just I think the key the the key thing for me is to give them experiences and if they oh, try everything towards it. Yeah. Tr- yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Try it. Like, ab- absolutely everything. Don't force um, it. Yeah, and, and I find that, and I kind of quite enjoy experiencing these different things with her and going through that process because what I, from what I understand, when you, when two people have new experiences together, then their bond tends to be stronger. Yeah. yeah. So things like us, when we first went for our ever swimming lessons, first time we ever went to football, like these are all experiences we're going through together in the sense that I still suffer with some level of trepidation because I've 
like first time I went to swimming lessons. When do you remember the first time you went to swimming lessons? I I, I know what you like. It's it's hard work. You turn up, like, and you you, you know yeah. Where'd you go? And you turn up. It's usually in a shitty school, so yeah. you've got some shitty changing rooms, and the these ones were the size of this sort of second bedroom, <laughs> and. Uh, I was like, right, where, where do I put my stuff? Right, okay, I put my stuff there. Right, I can't get it wet, so I've got to put it here. And then and then now, and I can change myself, right? I'm a 36-year-old man, I can do that. But now I'm faced with the task of getting Olivia into some swimming na- a swimming nappy and swimming, swimming bottoms <laughs> with other, other people watching me do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying, trying to figure out... How they do it? What's which way around do they go? How tight should they be? And then she's a bit kind of scared because she doesn't know what's going on or where we are. <laughs> what's happening? People looking at her, and yeah. <laughs> and then I'm then I'm having to get undressed and changed, and then make sure that I've got everything on and all ready. And do, like, do I get ready first, or does she get ready first? Like, which way around do we do this? <laughs> yeah. <Where do laughs> and then she asks, and... "Yeah, like, where'd you put it?" And then you know, have I got everything? And blah, yeah. It's uh, so. I do feel like if you do experiences with a with a kid, with your kid, if you do them for the first time, I, I'm pretty sure it must bond, have a nicer bonding experience. Surely, yeah. I always get a bit nervous. Like I took the boys to the first football lesson last week, and I knew nobody there. I didn't really, like. I I knew it was at a, a, a high school, but I was like, do I go to the reception? Do I just go up to the field and be like, I'm here for the lesson? Like, there's no instructions, but I, I managed. I saw like other kids playing, so. But yes, that's just that nervousness. So, so what you're saying is you just saw some kids playing with their dads and you just walked over and were like, hey, just, off you go, go on, play some football. Dulloch Juniors. And then, and then they started talking about, you know, Hearts of Midlothian and Hibs and all that kind of lot. And you were like, Hibs? Is that, is that, is that what you put on the big green egg? <laughs> yeah, but Fridays, I, I, I dread Friday afternoons because I, Rebecca studies and I take all three kids to their swimming lessons because they have it at the same time. Um, Friday at four o'clock and that's just uh, yeah trying to get three kids ready on time straight after school when they're high as kites because it's the weekend and uh, it's just I just dread it it's, it's amazing it's amazing how fatherhood develops your patience and, and <sighs> negotiation skills and how it differs you know. when you're in public <laughs> well this morning I mean I've only, I've only got one kid so it, it, it's hard for me to say but this morning we had a uh, we had an argument me and Olivia course we did uh the argument went like this sat in the living room we've finished we make granola together so i have granola and berries and yogurt in the morning and we sit and watch uh, bbc news she loves that and we have it together she has a spoon i have a spoon and we eat it together and then i ask her if she wants her breakfast so she said yes i want my breakfast i said what would you like for your breakfast she said cheerios so i was like okay cheerios so we get some cheerios and milk so she comes in sit her down put the cheerios in front of her she takes one spoon and she goes no Right. What would you like? And she says she wants a yogurt. Now, for various reasons, she's not supposed not supposed to have a yogurt in the in the morning because every single other meal after that, she will have a yogurt. <laughs> like, so she can't just be eating yogurt all day. So then we had, then she wanted a cheese string, and then she didn't want Cheerios and she didn't want toast. She didn't want peanut butter on toast, and we just had this kind of standoff for quite a while. <laughs> uh, and I've I've slowly discovered that it, if it just kind of hold out for about five to ten minutes, she'll come round. And she got through two bowls of Cheerios, right? So <laughs> we won. Yeah. But there there is just you just got to hold patience, right? You can't. It's not. I think I think it's just like either, there must be some sort of developmental stage where it's kind of like I'm trying to decide for myself. I've got this laundry list of things that I like to eat that yeah. I know and I want, and I I'm going to the have them thing or something. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I feel like she's all right now as well because she's quite small, so you can kind of just plonk her somewhere and leave her there. Whereas I imagine Isla's now uh, <laughs> she's got some power behind her. I'm sure. Yeah, like I, I, I definitely live by the choose your own or choose the right battles. So there's there's some things I just let go because it's not just, it's just not worth it. Other things I'm a bit more stern with. Um, one funny moment today, Isla decided she wanted to make lunch for everyone, so. She didn't have, we didn't have enough bread, so I was like, right, we've got rice crackers. So she asked Lewis and Ben what what they wanted, and Lewis wanted um, crackers and Ben wanted rice crackers. So Ben got rice crackers and cheese, and the cheese was just like a, a block on top with a bit of butter. Like it was just, it wasn't great or sliced. It was, it was quite comical. And then Ben Ben took a bite and maybe ate half of it, 
and then looked at it and said, I didn't want rice cakes <laughs> after he'd eaten half the rice cake. Um, and then Isla flipped out because he was being ungrateful. <laughs> I, just, I just got it caused a, a storm. Um, but then in five minutes, like I just kind of ignored it. And then five minutes later, the rice cakes were finished and Ben had finished them. But yeah, it's just, it's part of dad life. You just got to, I think, choose your own battle, choose the right battles. I think you'd go nuts if you had battles the whole day. Yeah. Yeah, I think you'd you, you you'd probably have bloodshot eyes, never have slept, and gone at least a little <laughs> bit balder than you are. Like if the, if the if the boys kick off and say I'm not having a shower, it's like fine, I'll, I'll try again in the morning. Like, you don't have to have a shower tonight. We can try again in the morning. I'm not I'm not going to fight you to the shower. And, and this is it. I, I do wonder, like if if we had nothing else nothing else for her for Olivia to eat, and all it was was uh, Cheerios, and that's it. She'd she'd eat Cheerios. Yeah, yeah. Am I am I is my camera gone? Or am I still here? I've just got a funny looking smile on your face. Oh, that's all, it's all right. I'm just going to keep talking and then uh, then at least we don't have to stop this podcast. <laughs> Are you still there, Neil? Okay, fine. Um, the uh, Actually, talking about negotiations, I'm in the, in the midst of negotiating a a reasonably big deal with a new client which um i'm kind of i'm interested in your your thoughts and, and approaches on those kind of uh, that kind of stuff um are you still there all right you're still, still listening you just got it's just all i've got now on my uh my picture is just a, a smiley face of you neil all right Yeah, it's like you're it's like you're definitely high on something. Um anyway, so yeah, so I'm going through like a negotiation with a with a potential new client at the moment. And I'm kind of curious. At the moment, like I don't need the new client. The new client's great for business, of course it is. But should I just stand by my price? None of those things. No. My thought process. My thought process is this, right? So I've calculated the amount based on a number of things. First of all, the ROI to the client, right? So there's a huge upside of what I'm, what I'm, uh, what I could do. Uh, the second side of it is, um, the second side of it is uh, the opportunity cost to me because this is a the product thing that I'm offering is basically my cost right it's caught a lot of my time rather than say it being like the agency thing so then there's an opportunity cost right i have to turn down a lot more work because i can't work on it so my thought process is i'm just going to stick by it and be like if you want it then you want it if you don't you don't well it's still recording at my side now Well, folks, Neil's going to be back in uh, just a minute, so uh, we'll continue the conversation about my <laughs> big negotiations uh, shortly. Uh, there's nothing like uh, a nice thing to fail on uh, on Riverside. Like we use we use this platform Riverside, and it's normally pretty good. But the past few recordings we've had have not been that good. So I'm hoping Neil comes back shortly, and then we can start recording the podcast properly. But yeah, well, here comes Neil. I'm back on a tinny little camera. Um, yeah, I, I blame Riverside for that. It just came up saying recording stopped and video stopped. All right. So, uh, yeah, basically the negotiation thing. I uh, I kind of feel like the opportunity cost is high. So the opportunity in terms of the cost to the client should be high. In my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. But I guess what's the... Yeah, what's the market rate for these things? That's oh, I've researched all that. That's like that's yeah. this, is, this is a going market rate. It's not like yeah. I'm. It's not like I'm like ten, twenty x what it should be. So it's I, just that I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry unless unless you're desperate for the work and it's a great nah. customer to have in your. 
before they... It's not a case of desperate. I think it would be it would be a great partnership and I can definitely make this a really cool thing. But it's like, I, I feel like I shouldn't compromise. Yeah. Because the, the problem is, if you, if, you, if you win the work at a lower price, then you're going to kind of grudge it every time you're working on yeah. it or you're just not going to enjoy, your t- enjoy yourself. So. Yeah, exactly. So I think I'm going to... I think I'm gonna hold fast, but it's like it's like again talking about negotiations with kids. It's essentially trying to negotiate some deals and some things at the moment to try and build what I'm currently doing. Um, I've got a new website coming. Should be delighted, Neil. Oh, are you keeping the greenhorncreative.com? Uh, so greenhorncreative.com is taken. I'm doing greenhorncreative.co. Cool. So that's going to be a, a that website should be hopefully by the end of the month. Should have a brand new website all. All shiny and all lovely, which I'm very excited nice. about. You're gonna look at the marketing stuff and getting ads on it, and as in, trying what ads on my services. website? No, I meant ads and like social media linking into your website. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so that's kind of the idea. The idea is sort of I'll use my name to run on my Instagram, and then use Green on Creative as like the back end agency thing that people funnel into. Um, it's just I don't have one, and I, I should have one put together for a company, really, or a business because um, I've got a few different things like did I tell you I've got something with this guy called Tom Trotter or I might be I'm kind of working on uh, he's like a fitness influencer guy so he wants to make some YouTube videos uh, which would be interesting I don't know we haven't actually made anything yet or actually confirmed it but he's got kind of quite a large following on TikTok and Instagram and he kind of wants to branch out into into YouTube and again I find on these types of projects as well and this is not just exclusive to Tom it's exclusive to uh, inclusive of lots of different kind of people it's like to edit to edit a Mr. Beast video takes like a month if not like and six weeks and they've got weeks. like what 15 people 20 people probably behind yeah. the scenes yeah it takes a long time to edit these things and then I have clients that often come to me and they're like hey can you make this and I'm like sure yeah but it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna have a few zeros at the end yeah yeah like what do you mean why does it cost so much well it's just it's time what do you what do you think we do do you think the fitness industry is behind in terms of the expectation? Like you're talking about working for a, a, a more commercial company. They're obviously aware of the, the market rate and aware of the time it takes mostly to get things done. But do you think the fitness industry is a bit behind in terms of what people should actually be paying? I think, I think all industries are behind in terms of YouTube. Okay. Uh, you know, if you consider the Super Bowl, 100 million views, 10 million pounds an advert. Yeah. Uh, and that's for national television in America where you can sponsor Mr. Beast for $2 million and get 150 million views. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's, there is, there is a, the, the marketing budgets are not quite big enough yet or, or matching up to the potential, which is good. This is good for the advertiser, right? If you get cheap, lots of impressions for pretty cheap. Fitness industry as a whole tends to operate more around, uh, it acts like, it acts like a B to C but it's actually a C to C. Yeah, okay. So most most fitness businesses are just one-man band operations. One person who is ripped or has a special talent or something around along those lines, right? They don't operate like a business. They don't look at gross profit, net profit, you know. Yeah. They don't look at ROI. They don't look at CPMs, any of that kind of stuff. They just sell a service. And then they have lots of people do it and they look at the bank account at the end of the year and go, that's made more money. That's the level of business. <laughs> so what they don't understand is, say, gross margin, for example. So uh, Apple will operate, I think, at a gross margin of like 24%, 27%, yeah. something like that. Large tech company or large sort of online businesses, probably a bit like yours, tend to operate in like the 60% plus mark of, in terms of gross margin. Like it's very profitable. Yeah. But there's still cost. Right, so a forty percent chunk there is cost to the business, right? To to operate and to sell the product and manage the product and whatever else. Whereas most fitness businesses see it as like ninety nine point nine percent is their gross margin, right? The turnover, <laughs> the thing that thing that they keep making, that's how much money goes into their bank account. That's theirs to spend and do whatever they want with. New, yeah. new, new. So I often have to explain to them like uh, Nike make forty nine billion pounds a year in revenue. They spend five billion a year on marketing. Yeah. Right. So if you're making sixty thousand pounds a year doing a fitness business and you're not spending six thousand pounds a year on marketing, in fact you should probably should be spending twelve thousand pounds a year on marketing, then 
What are you doing? Yeah. Be a, yeah, they just need to realise that if they want to grow, and I, I guess it becomes, yeah, what word they want from the company. If they just want to keep making 60 grand a year, then maybe they don't need to spend on marketing. No, they, no, they don't. They don't necessarily. But you know, the the thing the thing that typically happens is a new industry, which was online coaching, for example. It's very cheap to get customers. It's very easy to get customers. There's low competition. Uh, there's also low expectation. There's low service thresholds. As it ages, everything gets more expensive. You get more competitors. You get uh, higher service demands and delivery better service demands and delivery which includes apps and technology and things that start to flood the market to service the demand and the needs you get uh higher costs because advertising now actually kicks in and then facebook realizes that you know they have to have a cpm or a certain amount of cost per acquisition yeah so that just that fundamentally gets worse so you ha- i think if you're not advertising in some way or investing within marketing then you're going to be left behind very quickly because there are now people capable of helping you scale that much faster. It just costs money. Yeah. AKA me. <laughs> Greenhorncreative.co. That's, that's it. It's coming in hot. Um, I do actually have something quite fun next week. I haven't seen, I've been playing golf and I've played golf for a little bit, but I'm going to see uh, my, the poker lads, uh, Harry, Jason and Robin. We haven't met up since Robin went traveling for an entire year. Around the globe, wow! You just come back, so we're gonna uh, we're meeting up on Friday, which is gonna be nice. We're gonna play some poker and eat some food and have some chats. And then on the Saturday, we're gonna go play some golf in the morning. Wow, lads, no, lads, night out, lads, these posh lads. Over? Yeah, these are posh lads, Neil. These are boys I'm, that all went to I'm, fancy I've private met schools. A, a couple of times, I think a couple of, a couple of them, I think I've met. You've met Harry. I don't think you've met Jason or Robin, have you? No, no, just Harry. Yeah, but these are. Like one of one of the boys' uh, grandfathers helped partition India. <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty bonkers. Having your CV. Anything else you want to add to this podcast, Neil? Or are you getting a bit bored? You seem you seem like you're bored. No, I'm I'm, I'm fine. Um, I'm just like my kind of what my week's looking like. No, no, in a couple of weeks. There's there's me, Rebecca, and another couple going out in Glasgow for a weekend. Oh, swinging! It should be nice. Yeah, got an Airbnb and nice music. <laughs> you are going swinging. <laughs> Not going swinging. Um, oh, yeah, like, that's a good point, actually, Neil. You could tell you could tell the audience the uh, how famous your brother is. <laughs> Go on. Th- th- this happens more more than I'd love to admit. <laughs> um, my my wife was on a train home from she was in Glasgow as well this weekend actually um, with a friend and. She was just sitting beside somebody and I think there was just small talk. Oh, what, what, what are you up to or what, what you've been doing? And there was this woman that was at a strongman competition. Um, and Rebecca was like, oh, my brother-in-law used to work with two really famous strongmen. And I'd found your Instagram and the, it was the Stoltman Brothers. Obviously, she knew the Stoltman Brothers. She, it was at the event. She, she was at the event that they were at today, I think, or yesterday, whatever. Um, and anyway, it transpires that this woman um, knows Gordon and... Yeah, Rebecca was very embarrassed, and it was just a small world. Gordon was. She's had that before. Do you know? Do you remember the time she was in Starbucks? There's been a few occasions, but I can't remember the Starbucks one. <laughs> yeah, apparently she, uh, the Starbucks person, had to look at a credit card. Oh. <laughs> and she saw a Greenhorn, and she went, "You don't know Gordon, do?" You? <laughs> <laughs> what can I say, Neil? What can I say? Yeah. I know, yeah. I, know. I know. There's another one, but no. Well, I actually have a very busy couple of weeks coming up. Uh, Laura's off to um, Paris for the next like four days, so I've got to watch Olivia. Well, I'm not watching Olivia. I watch Olivia tomorrow, but then what? Tuesday, Wednesday, I get a bit of time off, and then Thursday, Friday, I'm like on proper duties. Um, yeah, so I've got kind of a quite a busy week to be honest. But, nice. I, yeah. I love how busy busy is just looking after your door. <laughs> but that is busy though, because I've got to I, work I, I and look after my door. I know, man. Oh, but um, like, I've just got to plan out three lots of homework now. So the boys have now got homework to do, and Isla's now got homework to do. It's like when when do when do we do that? Oh, you have to do it. Kids do it. Yeah, I, I know. But when do you get the facilitate the session for them to do it? <laughs> it's got to get that calendar out, Neil. Lee. 
Yeah. I I didn't I didn't actually tell you. I got my hallway painted. And you know Lovely. you know you know what you know what Neil, I never want to have to pay for it. I never want to have to do anything in this house ever again. <laughs> I just want to keep paying for it. Just I sat I was working. They did took them four days, five days, and they did it. They're beautiful. They've done it amazingly, Neil. You're gonna come in and you're gonna be like, this is a brand new hallway. Lovely, really nice. These Moldovian guys, and it's perfect. Like honestly, absolutely perfect. I loved it. And I was just sitting working all day, and they were grafting away, just doing my hallway and it's turned out beautiful it's lovely i had to pay for it like but i've just got to keep earning more money that's what i gotta do <laughs> I, I don't yeah. ever have to paint a wall i don't have to paint a wall ever again in my entire life oh i i mean i, I painted i painted this whole house every single room um uh, that's a bit of an achievement but yeah i'd never want to do it again next time i buy a house i definitely want to get painters in yeah it's, with that. it's the best thing ever um, alright I've got to edit this before I go to bed so that it's up for tomorrow morning and we don't miss a deadline but um, have you any more to add Neil any more um, any more quotes or anything I interesting no um, we need to get a topic and we need to, I think we need to try and get two in a week sometime just so we've got a buffer because I hate missing one but yeah let's get some topics organised let's get some I mean if anyone content. wants to suggest any topics that'd be quite nice because <laughs> we've managed for two years without anyone actually ever suggesting anything yeah. We still, we still, we've got to interview our wives, though. That's something we've got to get, get sorted. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't have another mic. I guess I could pass the mic. Yeah, because then, <laughs> then she wouldn't be allowed to talk. <laughs> you could, do, and she's not allowed to actually hold the mic. You just hold it to her mouth. <laughs> and then I can hold mute as well. So just in case. You know, so we, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've organised that one. But anyway, I'll sign off. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram, Developing Dads. Um, I haven't posted a reel in a couple of weeks because I've just been been flat out of work. Um, but I'll I'll commit to getting some out next week. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the usual stuff. YouTube sometimes. I think there's a backlog of stuff to upload. But Gordon's got a thing about um, what do you call them thumbnails that he wants to wants to create. <laughs> Anyway, cheers for listening. Good night, goodbye, good morning. See you there. there.